Hello. Welcome back to the Oopsie Baby podcast. I'm here with Liam again. It's Joy if it's your first time here. And this is the third episode. The third. The third episode. I promise it won't be a third of an episode, hopefully. Can't guarantee, but... But we'll try our best. So, it's been crazy lately. Yep. Like, life has just been all over the place. We've been so busy. Went to Amsterdam. Came back from Amsterdam. But you like, went to Dublin a couple of times. Yeah. We did a podcast after we came back from Amsterdam. Though. Did we? Mm. Oh. Yeah. You got a tooth yanked. I got a tooth pulled. That was a... Beesh. Yeah, no, it's been eventful. We've started sleep training. Which has also been eventful. Very eventful. Um, we've learnt a lot. And we're back again to share all of that with you guys. So, today, our hot topic of the day is relationships. And what are you going to... And what else? Are you in one? I think so. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Cheers to that. Me and Amarula get on really well. So we're currently recording this podcast and we don't have Elia with us, which is a first. I know a first of three is really not that many, but uh, still an achievement nonetheless. Um, well, the first of three triplets, that would be... Hopefully we will never have triplets, touch wood. Yeah, no. <laughs> My mind, I don't know how I'd handle it. I don't think I would. There's this lady on Instagram has triplets. Ali D plus three Ali Ali D three plus G Ali G No <laughs> She's from Tala actually like me. There's a surprise. Anyway back to it. So Liam and I decided well I decided and I dragged Liam into it that uh we were gonna do an episode today on relationships because I think it's something that we've been talking about for a while. Um and I don't think there is any bigger change than having a baby in this life. And it definitely friggin' turns your relationship upside down. Doesn't it? Yeah. You kind of are just like, what is going on? It's kind of like you've been thrown into the sea and don't know how to swim. And you want to get to the other person. What? I don't know, but metaphors is like way more better in my head. Way more better. Yeah. But like your English probably. <clears throat> my point is, it's very hard and it's like you're a fish out of water. That's for the better. first while. There you go. Yeah. That's... Maybe I'll just stick to the common ones. Yeah. Just don't try and make up your own metaphors. So, it's not like you're a writer or anything. Well, <clears throat> I won't insult you on the podcast. Healthy relationships and all that. Anyway, so I think the first topic we'll talk about is changes that come to your relationship in pregnancy. So if it's an unplanned, I don't know, I can't speak from experience of a planned pregnancy because that isn't our situation. We can only talk from the point of view of an unplanned pregnancy. Um, and disclaimer, anything we talk about in these podcasts, I say every episode and I'm going to keep saying it every episode. We're not professionals. These are our own opinions and our own experiences and I'm only a professional mad lad. Wow. Wow. 
I actually just feel like walking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not continue this podcast. So, that's the end of the podcast. And the relationship. Thanks for listening. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> that's it. No, but yeah, finding out you're pregnant is a big deal. Obviously, it's a lot, especially if it's unplanned and you're in another continent. And yeah. Well, even if you're not. If it's unplanned. Yeah. planned. I think it's always a big deal. Mm. So... It definitely changes your relationship. It puts you in a perspective that you've never been in before. <coughs> like, I think the biggest thing about finding out that you're pregnant is obviously... You want security like, almost immediately. Yeah, well, exactly. not security, stability. Stability, exactly. And I think you obviously want to know that your partner is in it for the long run with you. Yeah. If it's unplanned, especially, I know... There are situations where people get pregnant from a one night stand or people who get pregnant when they've only been together two months, three months, three days. Like it can happen to anyone. When it happened to us, we'd been together a year and a half. We'd been living together for a few months and it was really hard. I mean, we knew each other quite well because obviously we'd been together for a good while. And when you when you move away and you only have each other and you're living together yeah you learn about uh, you learn about a lot of the person you learn a lot about the person there we go and even though you like i knew so much about liam first thing i said to him was look you're either in the baby's life or you're not and you need to make that decision now yeah now obviously for liam he was in and that was that and he actually got quite offended when i said that to him yeah i did actually (laughs) I just wanted to... No, but I could understand now yeah, in... looking back. Yeah. I, I just wanted stability yeah. for our daughter. Yeah. You just wanted or to know. For our son, I didn't know what she was going to be. But that's all I wanted. I just wanted to know whether you were in or out because I knew that whatever was coming was going to be a lot to handle and I needed to know whether it was going to be just me or whether it was going to be us. Yeah. Um, so with pregnancy, a lot of changes came. A lot of decisions were made. A lot of arguments happened because we were both in quite i suppose a isolated place yeah yeah and with well, that we also had no kind of support yeah at the start like well that's a lie we had support but it was like really far away whatsapps yeah no it's not exactly like there wasn't stable. there wasn't like someone to go and have a coffee with or well, i had a friend that i could do that with but regardless of whether you have a friend or not you kind of need to be doing that with your partner i think because they're the only ones who are in the exact same situation as you and that are gonna understand that situation yeah so i think for us we both kind of dealt with things separately and that affected our relationship yeah i think if we didn't isolate the way we dealt with the situation and we kind of talked about it a bit more and talked to each other more about it then i think we both would have been in a much better place before we left and when we came back and like prior to elia being born i think we would have both been happier benefited from it definitely i think a lot of that was though the fact that I didn't want to talk about it to you because I knew that you were struggling with it. 
and I'm sure it was the same for you. Yeah, it was kind of similar. It's kind of like the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. And and like you didn't kind of I don't know we kept felt kind of weird talking to other people about it as well because you were like, well, I don't really want to burden them with my issues, problems, and issues because everyone has their own stuff to deal with. And, and on top of that, we didn't know anyone who had been in that situation. Well, I knew one person, but that was it. Yeah. And it was still a completely different situation to our one. Hmm. So that was pregnancy summed up, pretty much. It was a lot of miscommunications and not talking. But also, <coughs> in some moments, you know, a lot of vulnerability and openness. Yeah, you just have to be honest and you need to communicate. Otherwise, you just don't know... You don't know what the other person's thinking. You don't know how they're feeling. Like, exactly. if there's if there's uncertainty, you get uncomfortable and you can't confide in the other person. So it's just not healthy. It's not worth it either. And I think as well for us, you know, we've always had a pretty good relationship since we started going out. And I think a lot of people have said it to us. And they like, I've had a few people ask us like, oh, how come you and Liam, you know, have such a good relationship and the one thing i always say is we're always brutally honest with each other yeah and we tell each other everything like yeah we're best friends and partners i guess is the best way to sum it up yeah i'd agree so i think during pregnancy because we were both in that place that kind of got thrown out the window partially yeah we kind of almost felt uncomfortable with each other talking about certain things and then that just obviously isn't healthy because then you're just manifesting all these negative thoughts in your own mind and letting them fester and that just is a deep spiral of toxicity and by the time we talk about it then it would be a volcanic eruption because we'd been holding in so many emotions yeah you would just get triggered over the smallest thing and you just flip but we managed well, to pull I don't through. Mean, I don't say no, you. No, no, no. I, like know, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. But we managed to pull through, and we made it to the birth of our daughter. Um, just about. Just about. Nah, we were fine. No, I mean, I mean just about, because I nearly missed it to go get a croissant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will do a birth story uh, podcast as well in the new year. Um, and I will tell you all about that fun croissant story about how Liam nearly missed the birth of our daughter. Well, there's a spoiler. Yeah. But, yeah, so Elia came around and when you're in the hospital, you're in a bubble and it's fine. And when you get home, you get smacked in the face with the reality that you now have this tiny human to look after. Yep. I still remember, like, when we were leaving, Joy's uncle picked us up and um, I went out to try and put the car seat in the car well, we got in an and argument over it. Let's talk about that for a second. We were both with emotions running high. You just had a baby. You were scared shitless. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what's going on. No, you and don't know how to do anything. You barely... Well, I didn't know how to change a nappy. No. Didn't know... I didn't know how to hold a baby. Yeah, we had... Well, you had to get taught how to hold a baby. Yeah. Like, I remember... I Like, with the teen... Is that nope, never mind. Sorry, I thought Eddie was crying. Um 
like the teen parents support group taught me how to hold a baby <laughs> with with a fake like one of those Big baby dog mm-hmm. toy things but let's put that into perspective liam has no siblings and has not really been around that many babies in his lifetime i've probably been around more baby lions than i have normal babies no, that's actually like that's that's hundred percent true. So there you go. But you know, when it got to the point of coming home, we had the car seat, and you know, you get the tiny human ready, and then we didn't know how to lengthen the straps on the car seat. Yeah, it was really badly indicated. Indicated, and we were looking on YouTube. We were looking <clears throat> at everything, and then of course, it spent I like was... a good forty-five minutes trying to figure oh, this out. Oh, it was out. so frustrating. I was sweating. Literally, pour and sweat. And I was like nearly crying. Yeah. So Liam, I Elliot gave out to Liam. I completely grand. blamed it on Liam. I was like, "Yeah, well, you should have researched how to do it." Yeah, you should have known this before we came here. I told you to like have a look at I it. I did and tell you to have a look. It. And I, I did. I had a look at it, and I didn't do anything with it. I just looked at it. I was like, "Oh yeah, there's the car seat." That's grand. <laughs> the baby goes in there. You put the straps over. Clickety click. We knew how to put it in the car. We just didn't know how to lengthen the fucking straps on it. But smells like Christ again. Oh my gosh. But yeah, eventually we, we figured that out. Uh, whilst Liam was figuring no, that out, I we didn't figure Elliot. it out. Oh, my uncle did. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, and oh, it was just. <sighs> there was an arrow pointing at the button that yeah. you had to press to lengthen the straps, but guys. It didn't. It there was no button. It just there was an arrow. The button's obviously under the cover. So, like, you don't see it. You just press this black space. I think we just were not in the arrow. If you would have asked us but, any other day of the year, we no, but it doesn't it make out. sense. Like, you'd think they'd cut like around where you have to press. Or yeah, so it would. It would it, make sense. Yeah. Say press here or. Well, or in the maxi buy... cozy car seat that I have in my dad's house, it's a lot easier. It's yeah. So much more obvious. Yeah. I suppose, like. <laughs> when you buy cheap things well it wasn't like our pram isn't cheap we got our pram but the car seat came with it which is actually the case with a lot of them but it just isn't a maxi cozy which I suppose is the most popular brand but regardless of the situation we made it home with the tiny human Yeah. and we've made it six months with the tiny human and it's caused a lot of changes in our relationship I think at the start the main thing was you know you're just like slowly moving closer and closer and closer and closer. ASMR. Yeah. So what happened was we got home and we both had like a complete honest conversation with each other. And I think it was probably one of the rawest moments in our relationship. And it was, you know, it was hard. We talked about how scared we both were and kind of, you know, just told each other where we thought we were going to need support over the next chapter, I suppose. We didn't know, like, how long it would take to figure things out and find a new routine and get all into that kind of stuff. Like, learn about Elia and for her to learn about us and for, I suppose, the symbiosis of family to start. And, you know, if you are in that situation and your partner's expecting or you've just had a new baby and you feel like 
you're struggling turn around and talk to your partner i wish we would have had that conversation before we brought her home yeah i wish we would have had that conversation when i was pregnant but we didn't well i suppose you also don't know what it's gonna be like having a baby but we should have had that conversation sooner yeah and i think when you have a new baby you you know you don't have time to do the old stuff like you used to you don't have time to go to the cinema or go out for dinner or drink or whatever it is. We're not the start, no. You're looking after your tiny human 24-7 for the first few weeks. um, And it's hard. Especially if you're breastfeeding. Um, I can only speak from that because obviously Elia's breastfed. I can't speak from experience of bottles because I haven't done that. I actually but can't imagine having to make bottles at like 2 in the morning. Like mm. the absolute effort of that i know like that just baffles me like i can't understand like i understand if people don't breastfeed because they can't but like it's just so the convenient effort, the effort of making a bottle is yeah just... but everyone has their different reasons for things and at the end of the day yeah know. like each to their own yeah fed is <laughs> the best way i also say this is a man that can't breastfeed a fucking man I'm sure there will be people listening to this and wanting to absolutely smack your smug face right now that's not my problem (laughs) but that's my opinion what I was saying is you know your needs as a partner are different you know for me as a breastfeeding mother with a baby attached to my boob 24-7 my needs from my partner were hugs because I was hormonal food and uh, the occasional cup of tea and a lot of water i was so thirsty and shortbread and apple crumbles and i literally liam made me a little <coughs> snack box for next to the bed because during the night oh, the, the carb i would get tub so hungry yeah the carb box um oh my god i'm so glad i don't get that hungry during the night anymore it was awful so just explain that we had kind of like a medium-sized tupperware container that um had maybe five or six variants of different forms of carbohydrates <laughs> so whether that was kind of ritz digestive biscuits cream crackers cream crackers pringles or crisps pringles yeah there. there was sometimes you'd put crisps or something in there wow it's really bad um bread rich teas rich teas like the cars crackers that I couldn't eat because I ate some during labour and that was it. I'll never be able to eat one again. Yeah. Goldfish. Oh, stop. Stop. We're not allowed to say the G word. Gingivitis. Well. Yeah, just goldfish were like a major craving of mine when I was living in Canada and Every time Liam's dad travels to Canada, he brings me goldfish and it makes me so happy. But you did the last time. I know, it's because I forgot to ask him. But I have no goldfish, so I'm very sad, guys. Moving on from that, your needs as partners change. Because your relationship changes. And it's important to talk about that so that your needs are fulfilled and you don't get into this big angry rut because what you want isn't happening and you don't talk about it. Because if you're not talking about it, why did I say that? Like, you're not talking about it. <laughs> you don't really have a right to be angry because you didn't talk about it. 
Yeah, so, you didn't bring it to attention. So, therefore, how is the person supposed to know? Your partner is not a mind reader. Even though you may think so, they are not. So, just be mature, guys. Be open. Be honest. Don't be mature because it's also fun to be immature sometimes and just live your life. I mean, who even cares about what we're saying? Am I right? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) So, the next thing that we want to talk about is, as much as it is important to find, you know, time to evolve your relationship when you have a new baby and find time for each other, which will be my next point it's very important to find time for yourself and whether that is taking a shower for five minutes or you know just going on a walk listening to some music yeah walking to the shop or something going to the gym whatever it is you want to go for a drink with your friends next saturday it's really important to have that time to yourself i mean it's you'd lose your mind if you didn't have time to yourself yeah you need time both away from your partner and from the baby and you know it's important to mainly your partner (laughs) (laughs) it's important to find that time because you don't want to end up drowning in responsibility and feeling like you're swamped with everything yeah exactly and well i should oh i'm turning the mic yeah oh Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties here. No, just the technical technologically my arm. inapt. That's me. Inept. Inapt. Inept, isn't it? Yeah, it's inapt. Anyway, so take that time for you. Plan with your partner, whether it's one day a week or however often you feel you need <laughs> to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's just sour because I'm drinking a small glass of wine and he doesn't like the smell of wine. Well, you're also just breathing like this into my face. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. I'll look the other way. I'll have a conversation with the lamp instead. Hey, lamp, how are you today? The lamp's ignoring me. I don't blame it. I'd ignore you too. But yeah, no, just vocalise that with your partner. I think you're like we're good at that yeah you're better than i am yeah i called you out on your shit i'm talking about finding time for yourself i mean oh. i'm better at asking for it than <laughs> you're better at asking you for it than i am yeah you're useless for it i'm not useless i'm getting better thanks very much <laughs> but yeah like i don't know a couple times you've said to me hey the my friends are going out on saturday for a drink do you mind if i go or you know, I want to go play squash today. Or <coughs> Yep. It's important to do that. Yeah, it is. And I've gone out a couple times as well for a few hours. And you come back refreshed and ready for another day. So, take that time and find that time for yourself. And, as I said, my next point is, also find that time for yourself as a couple. Um, and that actually kind of dips into why we decided to sleep train earlier no that is why well, we decided that, that to is sleep why we decided to sleep train earlier um no i well also because she was not well happy. basically to sum it up elia has always been a very easygoing baby that does not cry that much 
Until she hit about four months. Mm. And when she turned four months, her sleep schedule went completely out the window with the four month sleep regression. Oh, yeah. Um, she was a bit crankier than usual, but she was fine. She was still happy, still smiley, still content. You know, she still is a very content baby, even when she isn't 100% herself. Um, but come a couple weeks ago, when we'd been in the clear from the sleep regression for, I'd say, a week or two, we started to notice that she was very cranky during the day. It gotten extremely hard again to get her to nap. She was waking up, like, every hour to feed. And it was just impossible. Like, I was so tired, Liam was so tired, Elia was so tired. And, you know, none of us were as happy as we are, usually. Yeah. Or as patient, or as anything, because, you know, when you're well, sleep you're deprived. sleep deprived. It's like, awful. S- sleep deprivation You kills. lose your mind. You lose your mind. Yeah. And so we had a chat. We did loads of research on sleep training. Well, you did loads of research on sleep training. And, you know, we decided that if we were going to get our relationship back on track and we were going to find time for us, we needed to sleep train Elia. And for us to be less cranky with each other too. Yeah. Because the fact that we were both not sleeping also meant that we were both cranky about the fact that we weren't sleeping and we were taking it out on each other and we were also less patient with Elia like in general it was just not pretty and yeah so we decided to start sleep training so far so good um we didn't three it's day three today we didn't agree with the crying out method at the start but then seeing how Elia was with the pick up and put down method we decided to try it and so far it's worked wonders she hasn't cried for longer than 10 minutes and you know it seems to really be working for her and if you want to hear more about our sleep training journey let me know and there i update it every day on the podcast instagram just in case anyone's interested in it and what's the um, name? oopsie baby podcast on instagram i always say that at the end of the video as well but uh yeah and if it's something that you guys want to really hear about i can make a podcast episode about it or you know, I can make a YouTube video demonstrating what I do to get her to sleep. Yeah. Yep. Someone's mooching. She's just mooching a bit now there. We'll give her a couple of minutes to see if she settles herself. But essentially um it's made us happier. It's made her happier and life's a lot easier now. Even though it's only been three days, there's been huge improvement. She's gone. Mm. We'll see. So that's made it easier to find time for us. It's nice that we know that at seven thirty, Ellie is in bed. Yeah. And the idea is that she will be in bed asleep by that time every night. Well, eventually, in bed asleep by eight. Yeah. Um. Like she's in bed at half seven. Ideally, you want her to be asleep at eight. And today she fell asleep at... Ten past eight. Yep. Not even ten past eight. It was actually eight minutes past eight. Boom. But yeah, so that's a great progress. And that is time that we've had for each other. And to just unwind together and chill out, have dinner together, which... And do the podcast. And do the podcast. Yoo-hoo! Because we've been so unorganized this week. Yoo-hoo! And I said I'd upload an episode today. Yoo-hoo! And I will. Woo-hoo! 
<laughs> yeah, good luck to you editing this today and getting it out today. I will. And on Tuesday, by the way, guys, I will be recording with Sarah because she's real. And uh, we have... Yeah, Sarah's not just your imaginary friend. Sorted it out and we will be recording on Tuesday. And I will hopefully... I'm going to try to get two episodes out next week to make up for one of the ones that we haven't uploaded. Um, so I'll do one with Sarah and one with Liam. And I'm just going to go and check on Elia real quick. And I'm back. Um, yeah, she's just after waking up now. And she's just went in to just like reassure her that we're here and she's okay. And she is um crying. Not happy. So I'm gonna leave her for a couple of minutes and see if she manages to settle herself like she has the past couple of times, and we'll go from there. Um. So back to what I was saying again. It's just important to find that time. So if you have a family member who is willing to take the baby for an hour, yeah, take that hour. I mean, you know, you deserve it. Everyone deserves a break, and. Well, we kind of had difficulties with that with Elia because she refused a bottle. She still does. Yep. But now she's older and she's on solid food and it's a lot easier to escape for a little while. Yeah, and she also doesn't eat as much as she used to. Like, when she was a lot younger, I remember she'd be eating, like, every, every hour. hour. Like, it was insane. She was a savage. She was a savage. And... You know, people would always say to me, oh, are you sure she's eating enough? Are you sure she's emptying boob? She was. She just ate an insane amount of food. Yeah. And I had an insane milk supply because of it. But that's not the point. We're not talking about breastfeeding today. Um, Yeah, just take that time for yourself. Take that opportunity to be a couple again. I mean, you'll never just be a couple again because you're family, but... You know, take that time to be with your partner and enjoy your partner's company one-on-one. Yeah. You know, make sure that they're okay. Check in on them. Yeah. Like, simple, are you okay? Yeah, like with the sleep training, it's not easy. And I think one thing that we've done, she's quieting down a bit now. One thing that we've done has been, you know, check on each other a lot. Ask each other, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Last night, Ellie woke up at half four in the morning and was awake for an hour. It was horrid. And we decided to put her in the bed after that because she'd done really well. So I said to Liam, do you want to go to the spare bedroom? I know you're really tired from your work week. You know, just little things like that. Or like Liam will let me sleep on some mornings for a little while. Those are the kind of things that are romantic gestures now. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And and it, that's what it's about. It's about looking out for each other, making sure that or Elio will poo and be like, no fam, got you. I'll do I'll this I'll change one. it. I'll take the Poonami. And that's it. That's it really, isn't it? Yeah. You've it's just, just gotta... about being half decent. Finding like, the groove. Just don't be an arsehole. Basically. And communicate. Check in on your partner. And just try and make the other person smile and make their day a bit easier like do things that would make you happy but for the other person exactly because 
even if it doesn't make them happy, you've at least tried. <laughs> <laughs> even if it doesn't make them happy, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter because you tried. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, communicate with each other, find out each other's needs and, you know, engage and do those needs and help as much as you can and love each other and, yeah. And I think another thing that's very helpful, well, it has been for us anyway, I can only speak for us, has been finding a new routine. You know, everything that you did before you had a baby hasn't disappeared. Yeah, it's still there. So, find a new routine. Include your baby in that routine. Like, one thing that we used to always do on a Saturday was go into town. We'd walk into town. We'd grab a coffee. We'd go to the market and do our bit of grocery shopping at the market. Um, get some fresh produce, fresh local produce, guys. Um, and soon after Eddie was born, maybe when she was like, I think she was eleven days old the first time we did that. Uh, what day was she born? The sixth. I know what date. Oh, well, Thursday. Yeah, so she would have been eleven yeah, days old. About eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven. Yeah, she was about eleven. Oh, days. <laughs> Yeah, and we ventured out quite early. I know a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that. Venture out when you feel do ready. Do it as soon as you can. But do it as soon as you can because it's scary but and no, you want to get even, it out of the way. Not even as soon as you can because your definition of when you think you can do it could be at three months. And you can do it way sooner than that. We left what? We went for dinner on that Monday. We went for lunch with my mum four days when she was four days old. Yeah, the one day. Yeah, and it was great. It was great to get out of the house. Well, was, yeah, the food, Fresh wasn't, air is food wasn't great, but I won't mention the name of the restaurant. <laughs> Don't wanna. The restaurant shall not be mentioned. Never. I like that restaurant. Not gonna lie, I think it's decent enough. Il Trattoria. No, that's not it. Yeah, it is. Anyway, it's not great. I like it. But the point is, whatever it is, do something that you used to do. It helps you feel normal again. It makes you feel like, you know, something has stayed well, constant. Quite often you think, okay, I have a baby. I can't do anything ever again. My life is I honestly stopped. hate when people say that. It's so untrue, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. People say that, especially when you're a young parent, it's like, oh, you you're 20 thing. and you have a kid. Poor you. Your life's over. Your life's not over, guys. I think I say this every single episode. Your life's not over. Don't listen to those bitter people that tell you that. Their life is over because they're bitter. And they're always going to be bitter. And their life is over because they're bitter. Moving on from that, you know, the last couple things I'll say, because I'm aware of the time here, guys. I know, you know, you don't want to be listening to a podcast an hour long. Yeah, you don't want to be listening to you for... No, you probably already... More than 40 minutes. already hate me, so let's just end this here and say, find time for your family, find time for yourself, and find time for your partner. Yeah, and communicate. Listen, love, laugh. And eat, pray, love. No. <laughs> Listen, 
to each other, love each other, and laugh together. And laugh at each other. Laugh at the shit that happens when you have a baby. Because there's a lot of pooing. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. A lot of shit. So, just enjoy it. It's a roller coaster. It's an emotional roller coaster, but ride the shit out of that roller coaster. Yeah, and like your baby's only going to be a baby for very very short period of time don't get caught up on you know i can't do this because my baby's so young like exactly you only have that time oh my gosh i can't believe that elliot's six months now. yeah it's insane i can't believe that now i can go to my driving lesson for an hour and i know that she's going to be completely fine without me because four months ago that wasn't possible yeah you can just leave her in the house by yourself now for an hour i do not leave her in the house <laughs> by herself. my god but yeah just soak up the time and yeah we leave the know, oven on <laughs> if there's anything that you are not happy with communicate it yep and don't be an asshole to your partner <laughs> yeah so yeah that's all the advice we can give that's been our experience as a couple yeah so hopefully We'll be together three years in two months, which is insane. A life sentence. A life sentence, indeed. But here we are, with six-month-old baby. In the next chapter. In the next chapter, and loving every second. So, guys, always look at the bright side of life. Yep. Because life's a piece of shit when you look at it. Alright, Monty Python. I can't remember if you're the next line of the song. Anyway, guys, peace out. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Oh, I forgot to say, follow my Instagram, Oopsie Baby Podcast, and we try to release a podcast every week, except I'm an absolute disaster. But it's going to be more consistent from now on. Peace. Maybe. <laughs>